everybody. Welcome back to the parking lot. Uh, we have all four of us on the podcast today. Myself, Kyle, Logan, Stuart, and Austin. And today's episode is going to be a fun one. We're talking a little bit of extension talk, some of these extensions that came to, with the 6 p.m. deadline today. Today's Monday, the 21st, a couple days before Christmas. And we are going to dig into some of the City Edition jerseys. Season's just a day away. It starts tomorrow night, so we really wanted to talk some of our favorite and our least favorite Swedish and jerseys. We're going to talk some MVP awards, Rookie of the Year awards, and team totals. So come hang out with us, and we'll dive right in. All right, welcome back to the parking lot. We are one day away from NBA basketball. No Ooh. more preseason. It's here. It's almost Christmas. It's an early Christmas present. It's exciting. Um, but we had some crazy extensions. I mean, it was just a flurry of extensions today. I feel like we've had four or five of these little kind of snowstorms almost of news drops. And I was not really expecting all these extensions today, but it was just one after another. Which uh, which ones jumped out at you? Did you guys like most of them, many of them? Big numbers thrown around all over the place. Which I think they them? were all terrible. <laughs> Every freaking one of them. Every single one. I can't think of a good one. It's so much money in a year where, like, we just hear, like, the belt keeps tightening. I don't know. It's interesting. I, when Luke Kennard's making $16 million, man, it's – there's something wrong with with the money getting thrown around. See, I didn't hate that one as much. I I'm a I like Kennard, and I feel like if he plays really well for the Clippers, coming off the bench or or whatever role, and they they might really be grateful to have a guy at for three years at sixteen million. I don't know. I don't I don't hate that one, but I like but yeah. Him we too. can break he's, into it. He's a seven eight seventh man or eighth man on their roster. He's getting sixteen million a year. I don't know, man. Hmm. Interesting. I'll tell you what I did like. Frank Kaminsky coming back to the Phoenix Suns. Ooh, oh, baby. man. Yeah. Break the tank. Not breaking the bank on that one. That one's a – we're penny pinching. I like it. <laughs> no, extension-wise, though, I – and I, I've heard mixed things. Uh, I've read mixed things online, but I actually really like the Derek White extension. I love Derek White, though. I think he's had a couple injuries, and I think he's just blossoming into potentially – I, I could see him as a future all-star. So I think getting him under $20 million is awesome uh, for everything that he brings – to the Spurs. The Spurs are a weird team. They have tons of, like, good young talent. I don't know if they have any elite young talent, but, yeah, they're. I like Derek White, though. I think he's my favorite out of that crop. Well, that was my question with Derek White then. So, yeah, if he's your favorite out of the crop, but that's the only reason I was a little bit surprised by the extension was because they have so many guards there, and they're obviously they committing to him. They are, you know, Murray and Lonnie Walker and – um I mean, Patty Mills will be there forever, but just they have a bunch of guards. So I was surprised that they were they were choosing to commit so much money to him. So I mean, I wonder what happens to those guys in, in the upcoming future. Yeah, they're kind of like the Bulls a little bit of the West, where they just have a lot of good young talent and not one like premier elite young talent. You know, right? Um, so we'll see what they do with Demar and Lamarcus. But I that was the one that I actually liked quite a bit was uh, the Derek White extension. Do you guys have any others? I know, Stu, you're not, you're not a big fan of them. And I get it, the numbers are wild, but did you guys have any that you liked more than others? I mean, I, 
Go for it. I'm actually, I'm actually a little higher on the Markel Fultz one than, than maybe you guys are. Really? I still think there might still be something there. Um, I mean, he went number one overall, and then he just forgot how to play basketball. Like, and that's not even <laughs> that's not even a joke, really. Like, he legitimately forgot how to play basketball, and and now it seems like he's kind of getting a, his rhythm back with the Magic. So, I mean, if he's a number one overall talent, he's starting to get his rhythm back. Then maybe, then maybe he's he's worth taking a look at. And they need a point guard for the future. Like, and so if they, they think they found it, then, then why not? Yeah. I actually agree with that. Markel Fultz is actually the name that I was thinking about. Like it seemed a hmm. little high, but like, I, I think out of some of the ones who got paid big, like he is the one I probably would like support and like the most just because, you know, for exactly what Stu said, like for what he can be in the future for Orlando, he's looked better. So it'd be awesome to see him, you know, live up to that money that he's getting paid now. I'm happy for him. I, I love his story. Mm-hmm. I, I love that he kind of worked. And it's not anything to do with Philly, but it was just a bad environment for him um, with his development and the stall development. So I'm happy he's thriving in Orlando. I'm happy he got paid. Um, I just – the Cole Anthony fit there now is super strange to me. I know Cole Anthony's a rookie, and he was selected in the middle of the first round in a weak draft. So – you don't have to like commit to that guy long term as like your starting point guard, but I don't see any world where they coexist. Like at, at least on the floor at the same time, um, I don't think one can really play off the ball. Maybe if Markel develops more of a shot, I, I just don't know. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting that they drafted Cole Anthony. I thought that might have been more of a sign that they didn't see Markel Fultz long term and then they extended him. So I'm just a little confused. And the Magic, Jonathan Isaac, let's talk about that. That's twenty million to. Rehab next year, sheesh, it's not a bad deal. Yeah, I mean, four years, twenty million a year, I, and that first year, he's not even he's not even be on the court. Uh, what what injury did he have again? Did he was it an ACL? I think it's ACL. I yeah. Was it ACL? So he's so yeah, he's a year. I mean, ACLs guys have come back, but I, they yeah. I mean, I, part of me is like, is it is it worth being impressed? Like when these teams pay these guys, like does it show a commitment? Is it like a like a standard of like these guys, like these organizations are willing to, to pay, or is it like, is it like for Markel and, and um, oh my gosh, I just forgot his name, Jonathan um, Isaac. Jonathan Isaac, thank you. Is it yeah. like, is it like just too much? Are they like, are they hurting themselves for the future with with like a day like this? I don't know like which way I lean a little bit. Well, would you rather pay Jonathan Isaac twenty million a year or OG Ananobi? He made what eighteen, I want to say. The yeah, year? he was. I I have his uh, seventy two. I like I like Ananobi's game a lot, and he's healthy. Like get an extra year of play out of him. I I was kind of surprised because Ananobi's deal came out after Isaac's deal, and I'm like, that's a better value for arguably a better player. I think Ananobi's a little more complete at this point. They're both awesome defenders. I, I Isaac might be a better defender, but Ananobi he had that incredible shot in the, in the bubble. He's Still a bit raw, but developing a little bit more, I think, on the offensive side. I think that's actually, relatively speaking, and relative to Jonathan Isaac's situation, I like Ananobi's contract a little bit more, that extension. I agree with that. I just think Isaac has so many questions. Like, he's still he's – he's a good defender. He's a really good defender. But offensively, he's just – he's got so much to work on. Like – we haven't seen him how many, I don't know how many points he averaged, but I think it was less than 10. Like, I don't, 
I don't have it right in front of me, but he wasn't like I'll, I'll look it up for you. Well. Like, and and that mixed with the injuries, like I just don't understand. Especially when you have Aaron Gordon. Like I know they don't want to go all in with Aaron Gordon, obviously, but like you have an option there at power forward. You don't have to pay this guy. And I don't know. It it's definitely it, it makes me scratch my head a little bit for sure. I have his stats here. So he was 22 last year. He was just under 12, 11.9 points a game, okay. um, 6.8 boards, assists and a half a game. But he was a, a steal and a half – or a steal and a half, one and a half steals a game. But he was 2.3 blocks last year as a, as a listed his power forward. is no joke. He is an I, unbelievable people, defender. But that's a lot of yeah. money for, a, I don't know, just defensive stalwart. Yeah, hey, I mean, he, what, what do I know? Rudy Gobert just made two hundred million for being a defensive <laughs> that, player. That, that is mind-boggling. Yeah, that uh, might be my craziest of the whole. Like, that is just so. I mean, he, he's making more than Steph Curry, man. I mean, ridiculous. have mercy. That uh, that that's just it's getting out of hand with some of these supermaxes. Bag of Biombo, dude. I I was dying. I saw so much. <laughs> Who tweeted that? Who tweeted I that? Even, I saw that. I, I got a baguette Biombo. He goes baguette Biombo got the bag. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> yeah, no well, thanks, man. That's that is so much money for a center that cannot shoot and gets played off the floor in the playoffs every single year. Well, and that's that's what we were kind of talking about in the last podcast or the one before with Steven Adams a little bit with the Pelicans. It's like, yeah. it's like I like Steven Adams. I think he's a good player, but, like, there were times in the playoffs, like, he just couldn't be on the court. And I know they were playing Houston in that first round, which is obviously a weird a, a weird matchup. But I just these, these some of these centers that just can't – that they can't stay on the court in the playoffs because these teams have too many shooters and they're too athletic on the wings. Like, I, I just – I cannot believe – they're paying that guy 200, 203 or 205. Was it for five years? It's just, that's, so that what if I, insane. what if I told you, yeah, what if I said, I know you don't love Steven Adams, but can I interest you in Rudy Gobert for 20 plus million more a year? <laughs> that's doesn't that just like tickle your fancy, like get your wheels spinning. Oh man. Ooh, it's, yeah. 40 it's, million. The big market, the big man market is, is wild. Like it is so hard. Like I feel like you can justify a guy at like 25, like, like Jokic or like the, the best guys that they're so worth it. But there's like a, a, a slope where it's like, yeah. you get off like the one or two or three guys. And it's like, you just fall on the slope of like well, the worse and worse it gets. And very with big fast. man, I feel like you have to have two skills to really be worth that money. Right. Guys like sure. Bam have a little bit of playmaking and they're so good defensively. And I just don't think Gobert has a second skill. Obviously, well, he's a great defender. What else? Where's his other skill where you're like, oh, he, Jokic can just shoot and play make and do a little bit of everything, but doesn't have defense. Right. And, you know, MB, like you can, you can kind of point to two definitive skills in a lot of these big men sure, that, are pay that sure. deserve the money. And I just don't see that in Gobert. Well, the way that we know that this is a bad deal for Utah, and I don't really understand why they did it, is last year when the Pistons were trying to get rid of Andre Drummond, they literally couldn't. Yeah, and sold him for a bag of chips and a water bottle, like a baguette, they, you would say, or a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> but like you, it's the same player. Like he's a great rebounder, good defender, like but can't do anything on the offensive side of the ball. And Gobert's even a better player, probably a little bit, but not. He but is, the same. But exact he's skill set. I get, I get your point. Yeah, they're the same skill set, and you couldn't trade him for a bag of chips. Like it's yeah, there's not value there, and so I don't know why you're paying a guy to rebound and block shots for you, $40 million. Well, I feel like Mitchell he's Robinson. clearly he, – yeah. But Gobert's 
I think it's pretty evident that he's on the decline, right? Like, I don't think he's still on the ascension. Like, I don't think he's still climbing that mountain. I feel like he has definitely hit the ceiling. He's made a couple all-star teams to his credit, but do you see him making four more all-star teams in the next five years? Like, there's no way. No way. Unless he shuts half the league down. He might not make one over the next five years. Seriously. Especially, like, in the West, how competitive is and everything. It's and that's a, wild. Yeah. And it's just, like, in the end, it's, like, you would think that with, like, Donovan Mitchell being, like, your, like, cornerstone piece you're building around, that you're going to pay, like, just as much money, if not, like, I don't I don't remember what Donovan, I don't know what Donovan's contract looks like over the next he, four he or five paid. years. It's a rookie, he got the rookie scale extension. Rookie scale max. Yeah. Right. Rookie, so, rookie scale max. Like, yes, he can't get the super right. max, but, I mean, not yet. He will mm-hmm. eventually, but. And so, how much is that? Is that? Is that more or is that? Is that I think less it's similar to Booker. It's less, so it's like twenty it's like to thirty. It gets up to like thirty. That, that is that is absolutely insane. They're paying Rudy Gobert <laughs> more than their best. Like, why in the world are you paying a tall center that shut down the league forty million <laughs> when you literally are? That's the best defense he's played in years, man. Oh my gosh! Like, how are you paying him more than Donovan Mitchell? He's a like, true shutdown is, center. Would Would any other team in the league? pay Rudy Gobert if, if he went to free agency next year would any team pay him near the Cavs the Cavs love centers bro the Cavs are the Kings <laughs> the Cavs are the Kings maybe, maybe Detroit maybe Detroit. <laughs> Detroit at this point right the Detroit loves a big man too they're the running <laughs> man there's so, there's some bottom feeder teams there that are <laughs> just loving their bigs man it's really interesting because early on in our, our podcast days we were talking in the offseason we were talking about Rudy Gobert and obviously there was at this point like tension between Mitchell and Gobert and I don't know if that's been resolved like I don't they haven't even played a game sit like I don't know where that's all at but we were talking about needing a trade in this position uh, nice bread pun needing I like that yeah uh, you like that bag at the that's nice I'm not that I'm not that creative I, I definitely did not that, that, K- that, that's K- all that's needing fun. that was nice yeah I like that so it's like we were just talking about this idea that Rudy Gobert could be traded and that this fit wasn't going to work in Utah long-term. And I feel like it's like we've 180. It's like now all of a sudden, not only is he not being traded, but he's a super max player and he's only 27 or 28 probably this year at some point. But like, so he's, it's not like he's going to be like 36, 37 at the end of this deal, but I'm just, it's just I, I don't know what the fit is, and it's like we were talking about a potential trade, and and now we're sitting here. So we were trying to figure out who would that team be, and it was kind of difficult. We we didn't really know what team would want to take him on, with the idea of an extension coming. And so for Utah to go all in, it's I'm just I'm really surprised. I don't think I, I, I feel think like, he would have been happy for less. I feel like this extension will truly be Easter famine for Utah, if you know what I mean. Um. Yeah, that that's about. Eight, <laughs> sorry, that's bad. <laughs> that's, that's about eight minutes more Gobert talk that I really ever imagine or envision myself diving into. So let's uh, let's move on. Um, let's let's talk city edition jerseys. I'm really excited about this. We threw this idea out about a week ago, um, and we wanted to highlight some of our favorite, and probably more importantly, some of our least favorite city edition jerseys. There's not a lot of good ones, if I'm being honest, man. Really? I would, I would disagree. Dude, there was – I we can get into it. I, I'm going through it. I'm like, geez, I got to pick a couple that I like, right? Like, have mercy. These are 
Well, I've got like, these are I've, got ugly. I've got like ugly eight or nine jerseys. that I like genuinely like. I've got like eight or nine that I actually enjoy and like and think are tight. Okay, so Logan, what's your? What's I'm your at a favorite? solid three right now. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> three. Um, I really like, and obviously, like part of me is like, you know, it's I'm partial, but like, I Phoenix crushed theirs this year. Like, no question. The, like, if he, like they they absolutely wrecked out of the park. But if I'm going to go someone that's not – like, if I'm not going to be a homer and just say Phoenix um, – hey, hey, why not? I this actually, is objective. This is objective. No, You're for sure. All the jerseys. It's got yeah. a Minecraft vibe to it. Oh, dude. I, yes. Yeah. I, I thought Phoenix's was awesome. If I had, like – but, like, look at the other ones that I really loved. That, so, if I don't choose Phoenix, I love Denver's. I think Denver's jerseys Ooh, really? look sick. That Maroon is – Pretty. The the red is so cool. Oh man, that that's probably my top one. And I've loved like the the mountain with like the like the city on it, and they've done that for the last couple of years. But the red like takes it to like a new level. Like so it's better than their it, last few. Is it red or like if it was like you know the Crayola sixty four pack you had as a kid? Yeah, yeah. If it was yeah. the Crayola sixty four pack, like what color do you describe that as? Because it's not quite red. Is it's, it maroon? Uh, is it, it's, uh, it's not maroon. Uh, Sunset red, sunset red, Adobe, sunset red. Adobe. I like Adobe. I like, well, I like where you're going with that. Well, to me, to me, it looks like Utah red because it looks like the exact same jerseys that Utah had last year. That's what I was gonna say. That's the only reason I didn't really like Denver's is I feel like they're so similar in in and not so similar, but they they have that same kind of much. red. You don't see it. it? I, I it's super I different. Utah, like the whole thing is like going from like red to orange to yellow all the way up denver's is red and just in the middle they've got a little bit of that like yellowish orange with like the stripes but i thought denver's look clean so i was a i was a big fan of denver's i would love to see like utah and colorado have like a mountain off like who's got like the better stretch of the rockies <laughs> who's, who's got the best side <laughs> i've skied both and I, I think they're both incredible like snow wise mountain wise but i'd love that a mountain off <laughs> Stu, who's your favorite? I mean, I'm I'm gonna be partial. I mean, the Valley, you can't go wrong, man. It, they're they're clean, they're dope. They're I bought a shirt already. Like I've got one nice. coming in the mail. Nice. I'm, I'm ready to rep. Like they look, they're they're everything I would want out of a city jersey if the Suns did it. And we've had um, some bad ones over the years. We've, yeah. ooh, we've, oh, had, some, we've had some doozies, the, the bright purple on bright purple. Those Josh are, Jackson. The, the purple Jack, on purple the Josh Jackson jersey. Yeah, those were ugly. Mercy. Oh, my. Those yeah. were nasty. And I just like – I feel like it's not just like a city edition jersey for the Suns either. Like it's a complete like brand. They completely branded themselves as like the Valley Boys. Like they've they've taken it and got and run with it, so it's more than just like the city jersey to me, and and that's what I like. I feel like they've completely just rebranded themselves um, under that and just use the city edition jersey to kind of push that forward. But if I had to pick someone other than the Suns, I got a hot take here. Uh oh, you, like, you always do. You always do. Stuart, well, first the hot take. Let's let's get the Hornets. Really, I like the Hornets. I, I like I the do Hornets too. Plus city yes, I do big too. time. Yes. Lamelo's gonna look fire in those. He's gonna look yeah. dope in those. But I like Dallas's jerseys, man. Really, Dallas. I think Dallas's are dope. Okay, so those are polarizing. I've seen a lot of hate for them, and I, I'm kind of with you. I like them. I don't love them, but I like them, and I don't see. The it's not my favorite. 
I like the wings on the shorts. I like they, the they wings for, for the for the for the horse mascot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, little, yeah, I like a little it, man. Peg, Pegasus action. <laughs> no, I so okay. So I have a question just about city uniforms. Um, I'm kind of I don't know. I I personally like if there's some kind of color coordination between the regular colors. If that makes sense, like for example, I, I do like Phoenixes as well, but I like that they have like the purple and the orange. But then the black, which isn't like what they always are rocking, so it's kind of a unique. But and that's why I feel like with Dallas, it's like gold and, and white. It's like they're going away from like their blues and their and their greens a little bit. I don't and know. They're bright, bright green. Yeah. Do you guys have like a? <laughs> do you guys care? Like, does that matter to you the colors, or it am does. I reading way too into that? Because I like Dallas's too, but I was I put them in the middle where it's like yeah. I like they're, them, they're, but they don't. I wouldn't they're graffiti jerseys Dallas. from last year though. Were like that oh, blue oh. and neon, and so like I'm just happy they got away from that. It was it looked like someone vomited on a jersey, and so the white <laughs> and gold is actually refreshing for me. Yeah, I think it's like if you're staying like in somewhat more like neutral colors, like if you're staying in like the white or black, I think like, it's usually pretty safe for me. Like when you're like, a team that's like, and this is teasing a little bit into my least favorite jersey. Uh, pick, but like, hang on your team it. is if it. if your team is green, you don't just choose another color in the rainbow and say, <laughs> "Let's do that one." Uh, I think I know who you hate. Doesn't look good. Oh, I got you. I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll get there. That's just a little teaser for you. But if your your colors are green, you know, hey, let's let's try two colors. I like this color. Let's just do it. They threw a dart at the color wheel and just saw. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> And I felt there was also, like, seven teams this year that are, like, we're going blue. Like, I was, like, <laughs> the amount of, like, just, like, plain blue jerseys I saw this year was, like, astronomical. <laughs> I was, what are they doing? Like, guys, do you guys not have, like, anyone creative in your entire organization that can come up with something better than this? Because you literally chose, a, like, you they literally, like, went on to, like, paint on their computer. And, like, ooh, there's a color. And like a Windows, just, Vista, Windows Vista paint, like not even yeah. old. Oh, yeah, not even like the updated one. Oh, it was like – some of them were just like so boring. Oh, man. Stu, I like the Mavericks pick, man. I do. I, Good one. I think they're classy. I think they look kind of royal, like the Pegasus. I get Pegasus vibes for sure. Like just <laughs> up out of the cloud. Like, well, Don, well, apparently there's Air, like – Air Doncic. Air Doncic. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, apparently, like, the thing behind them is they're, they have, like, a in Dallas, like, this guardian Pegasus or something that's, like, a folktale about their city. I don't know. Are you are you uh, serious? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I had no idea when I was saying the Pegasus thing, man. You hit that's... it right on the nose, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I knew what they were going for. I knew what they like, were going for. Go with it. You knew. You knew the whole time. <laughs> All Austin, right, who do you got? I, I, got yeah. one, I, got one that I, I got one that I like. I think Toronto's are super clean. Oh, I, I, I love Toronto's. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. I think they're just there. They always kill it. Dude, they're so good. Toronto's been doing good last few years. Yeah, I think Toronto, and then another one I liked was DC. I just think it's cool with the flag. And I I lived in that area for a little while, so I like like DC. But, yeah, I think Toronto's are awesome. Toronto's simple. Oh, it's like a samurai style almost, like the black and gold. Like, that's what I feel. That's the vibe I get. It would be really cool if they could get some kind of jersey out fast with like a Tampa Bay something. That would be really cool. I, I think I think that'd be awesome. I don't know how long they're going to be there, you know, but even just a year, I think it'd be cool if they could commemorate something with a really awesome jersey. But yeah, I like Toronto. So I think that's probably my 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 go to favorite. 
out of the yeah i like the, the slash of the shorts that they got going on yeah like, yeah it's just it's just simple but it's it's clean and it's like it's something i would want to wear so i'm not all right i've got another not i got crazy. another one wait wait we got to get hold up go ahead this one was i feel like i had a lot that i liked i, I really did um really more that i was trying to pick from but the one it just it took me back man i'm a i'm a i'm a sucker <laughs> for just, i'm a sucker for nostalgia I love like anything old Pokemon, like, and, and this isn't Pokemon, but I felt like I, I was popping a CD ramen um, and I jumped in my canoe and I took my wooden spear and I went fishing down the Oregon trail, dude. These Portland oh, trailers, man. Are they say Oregon. Awesome. Oh, man. I felt like I was playing the old Oregon trail CD ROM game, dude. Took me back. They, they look clean. I like them a lot. And I'm super excited for their team this year. I, I loved their off season and the moves they made. That Lillard jersey is just so clean. Yeah, and, and the fact that it says Oregon. Oregon on it is just like like you get Oregon on the front instead of Portland. Like it's just so different. And then like the colors going on the side, it's like I Portland was like theirs were like my next top one, like right behind Denver. Like yeah. I just love I love theirs. All right, Sue. So what were the other ones you liked? I got one more that that's also pretty polarizing, but I like it. Okay, I, I like the Pelicans jerseys, dude. Dude, okay. they are on my no-go list. I man. love them, dude. <laughs> no Hard go. Pass. If, Hard if, pass. I, if they made me put like those on, I, I would like be them. in David Griffin's office. His office asking for a trade. I would be out. I ain't doing that. No <laughs> media day. Oh gosh, I think they are just. I, I feel like I feel like they asked Zion's brother or younger sister to go on and try to design something. It. I don't like them at all, man. I just think they – They got a little, the little Three Musketeers thing going on on the front, dude. It's three sweet. Musketeers, have mercy. That is, that's horrible. <laughs> You're wearing the flag on your on your jersey. Oh, man. Dude, I am like, so patriotic, man. <laughs> My patriotism no, like is on the court, off the court. No, I, yeah, I. They were, they were the ones I was like, I just don't – I don't – I just don't know what they were going for, man. I, I just I didn't get it. Maybe I'm missing something. I just didn't get it. Yeah. Um, my one other one that has been mentioned that it was in like my top rankings that I actually really liked, uh, San Antonio. Um, oh, they're hmm. just clean. It's a throwback. Really it's simple. Yeah, but like TBT that, right there. like the teal, pink, and orange, like that, like they have that going on the jersey, which is like black with those colors right there, like that kind of like '90s like fiesta. It was like. I love it. I'm all about that. I thought theirs look super good. And it's like, that's the thing. It's like, they brought in a little bit of color. They kept it black, like just clean plastic with a little bit of different color that they've never used before. Cause the last couple of years, they've just done like a, like a kind of camouflage something. And it's just been kind of the same sure. thing. So it was, it was good to see them like try something different. Um, so I, I, I can appreciate that one a lot. Yeah, I, that those '90s retro jerseys, the Mitchell and Ness ones, are so clean. That colorway is awesome, and it's so I'm glad they went back to that. Let's talk Philly real quick. Do you guys like Phillies? I thought the I thought theirs was tight. I think they're cool. I yeah, like I think it. they're pretty cool. It's solid. Yeah, it's different. It's totally different. It's got kind of like that cityscape in the background. Mm-hmm. Ben Ben's oh, really? I didn't know that. I, I'm seeing yeah. him wear it in this picture, but I didn't realize he was part of. Yeah, the I think he. I think he designed them. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think they're cool looking. I I like them. Um, one of the one I did like, I, I I like Memphis and Memphis. I feel like they yeah. kill it every year. They've they've they've, had been, some, they've been doing good. 
some good jerseys for a couple years now, and I love like the design on the neckline and on the side. And just those Morant jerseys, they're they look so good. They're so clean. All right, Logan, what's I feel like we oh. all right, Logan, you yeah, you 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 teased oh, up here, man. man. We, we buried the lead a bit, but let's okay. Anyway, man, Frank. So. And you could really point at two teams, and they both did the exact same thing. We're all thinking well, of the one, though. We're all thinking of the yeah, same one. it's Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Are you kidding me? Oh, we're going to talk about the Great Lakes in Milwaukee. So we're going to do blue on blue on blue. They have three different shades of blue with a little, like, it's not even like, you can't even say it's like a wave for, like, water. It's literally like a squiggly line in the middle of the jersey. To separate the colors of blue. Like, like the worst you are a team. And they're, they're so bad. Like, you literally, like, you are a green and black, maybe, like, a cream tan color. Like, that's what they had this last year. Like, or just plain white. Like, that's been their colors. We're going to do wait, something wait. different, guys. Did We're going to go blue. Did you say cream? As in cream city? Is it? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so you gotta give it to them. They didn't put that's three <laughs> shades of ugly blue with cream city. With, with cream city, that's fair. So are they making are they making progress? Here's what I love. I want it was it last year or two years ago, the Cream City. I want a Cream City City Edition jersey framed right next to my Sacktown City Edition jersey. Oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> Sacramento showing up this year. That Those two were so bad. Dude, who is in charge of these slogans? Like, does anyone proofread these? Oh yeah, Cream City, that's going to sell. There's no way. Twitter's going to love this. No way. Sacktown, baby? Like, Twitter? Are you kidding me? In 2020? Oh, man. Okay. Gosh. And then my follow-up with that one, because it's basically the same jersey is houston like yeah. what is yeah. houston, like what were they thinking it's like, let's go baby blue and put h-town on there with like a little red outlining like they like them in milwaukee seriously made the same jersey like they're just so like guys we're gonna go different we're normally red we're normally green let's go blue you know that's gonna mix it up like oh man those ones were bad that's funny i felt the same way i didn't love houston's and I think – I honestly think I don't hate the Milwaukee colors. Like, I, I like blue, and I feel like I wouldn't mind – but it, like, on, like you look at it and you're like, I, I would have no idea. That's Milwaukee. Literally no clue unless, you know, it's like I got a big thing that says this is the Milwaukee jersey. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, Logan. You're spot on. That'd be like, a, oh, did you play, like, Milwaukee, like, T-ball or something? Like, <laughs> uh, like that's literally, like, the quality it looks like. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's cute. You're, like, did you guys design that? Shout, for, like, shout out to CYB baseball. baseball. Yeah. Your passion is fantastic, man. Oh, this is so good. This is way better than I thought it would be. This is awesome. Let me, let me hit on one that I absolutely hate it, and I just love hitting on this franchise. Oh, yeah, let's so, hear it. So I feel like – I. I feel like the Cavaliers are run by a five-year-old. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like a five-year-old designed their jersey. Like, it's the same child that does everything for their franchise. Makes trades, signs, trades for Andre Drummond. It designs these jerseys. It looks like they wrote this in Crayola. Like, it's terrible. It's it's Dan Gilbert's kid. <laughs> it's Dan Gilbert's kid. He's behind everything, Kyle. That's the biggest NBA conspiracy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, they if they want a number one pick, man. They just send that kid in the draft. It's a no it's a done deal. 
I feel like I feel like the, the the person that designed the Cleveland jerseys is a kid that was uh, that got to do the opening intro to the LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. <laughs> it's like so, that same kid. In you the know, like, kid. The D-backs always had like the play ball kid. Go yeah, up, and they'd be like play ball before the ball game. You think they did that with their jerseys? They did like a Make a Wish Foundation. Oh my god, Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad. I can't. I can't believe they have to put those on. Can you imagine if you're Kevin Love? You're like, because Kevin Love's kind of. I follow him on Instagram. He's kind of like a fashion. I, I don't know if icon's the right word, but he's all. Yeah, about I wouldn't say icon, but yeah, <laughs> maybe not icon. But he's like, he, he's he's a classy guy. Like he's always yeah. like dressing it up. <laughs> he's got to throw this crap on. I bet he's pissed. Oh, dude, <laughs> he's man, pissed. I. Okay, I got one. I got one that I hate. Please. Um. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. I, 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 it left me speechless, man. It left me speechless. I don't even know what to say. There's brackets on there. There's, I feel like there's like they're doing um, PEMDAS on their on their jerseys, man. I just. <laughs> and I, I wasn't I wasn't a math whiz in high school, so I, I I'm not a fan of the PEMDAS jerseys of the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, so. I know they're honoring a Brooklyn artist, oh. Jean Michael Bas- Basquiat. I don't know exactly how to – Bascot or something. Yeah, I don't know exactly how to pronounce his name. And I, and I have talked to people here in New York that are like, he's an icon. So I know they're trying to honor this artist, but I just don't – I feel like I should feel bad. I, I just don't see his vision. I don't know, like, maybe I just don't like this artist. Like I, I agree. I think they look terrible. But good for them for honoring this artist. But – well, appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it, at least Brooklyn's honoring an artist, not honoring a freaking citrus. <laughs> like freaking Orlando's jerseys, <laughs> they're freaking garbage, bro. Like literally, the thing behind them was their citrus production in Florida. Like they're putting fruit on their jerseys. That's all like, they have to be proud of right now, dude. They don't have a lot to, to show. Just their freaking fruit. <laughs> their orange oh. production. The citrus like, industry, the, both synonymous with golly. the state of Florida. Uh, the, those were garbage to me. Like, the, <laughs> it was not even the right color of orange. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. So I've got a question for you guys, though. So, yeah, tell me which one is more just like just plain out, like flat out, just boring. You've got Detroit, who theirs looks like the same thing that they wore last year. Yes, you've got Minnesota. Like anything different? By who the way, Detroit. literally wrote M I N N on there <laughs> and didn't do anything else? I will say the or, green though is a cool accent on Minnesota, so I'll give them that. I think they're a step up, a leg up above Detroit, in my opinion. Detroit, because okay. the, the black and green does look pretty cool. The Minis- the men is pretty boring, but yeah. And then I mean, I was gonna throw like Sacktown in there again, you know, just to, you know, to, let's get Sacktown as a second year running. That seems like a good idea, you guys. Um, but like, is, is Detroit just like the most boring, plain jersey like ever? Like, there's literally nothing like special about their jersey. It's like they were just copy and pasted the same thing they did last year to this year. It's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I have one that. You might put in the boring category as well, but I like it's kind of grown on me actually. Um, it's the Boston Celtics. I feel yeah. like it's it's so boring, but then like 
you look at their like their Ring of Honor or however they uh-huh. whatever they call it, and like that's the kind of the jerseys that that that's kind of how they hang it up is that like Boston Celtics that kind of classic old school um, um, font and logo and everything, yeah. and it's kind of grown on me. Like, I I kind of think it's like agree. a cool tie a little bit. Like it's boring. Like and at first I was like. Okay, but it's kind of grown on me a little bit. It's like there's like a little bit of a history there that I like, but I could see someone says that they don't like it and it's boring. I totally get it, but that one's kind of grown on me a little bit. To me, that's that's the same kind of logic like with the Suns jerseys. Like it's it's all about their branding, and that's that's the Celtics brand. Like they're they're all about the titles, their history. Like I I get I get it. Kind of looks ugly and boring, but but I like I like the branding that they're doing, and they're the only team in the league that can do it. Yeah. Okay. I have one that I, I feel like I've got to call out a little bit. Oh, excuse me. I feel like I got to call one out a little bit. It's uh, the Miami heat jerseys. Yeah. Let's talk about theirs. So yeah, they got so much love. They got so much love for their, there's their vice jerseys, jerseys last year right now. And I'm like, their vice jerseys last year. I'm like, okay, like that's, Plains, it's right? cool. Really clean. I totally get the Miami vice, like really good. Objectively like really good. Yep. I see. I feel like they got like they just loved the attention they got with that one like last year, and they're like, we cannot let go of this, and so we're <laughs> going to call it the vice versa jersey. And I'm like, that is so, that's so cheap, that's so dirty. I, well, they got they got too out. cute with it. They got too yeah. cute. Like it's, it's like, like it, was good. it was good. The way it was pink and blue. It's not like an accent pink and blue. I agree. Like they, I like they the vice, nailed it on the head. I don't like this. Yeah, and then they just like they just like they love the attention so much, and they just like couldn't. They just tried again with something that they reconstructed, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, it didn't it didn't do much for me. Yeah, I feel like just looking at the jersey, I feel that way. But then like when I saw some like the guys like wearing them though, like in the pictures, like did it look better? I don't, I don't know what it. Like, I honestly think it looks better like when they're actually wearing it. Cause like at first glance, mm. I'm like, that's just like just kind of like a weird tie dye. But like when they're wearing it, it's like. It actually looks pretty clean. I'm not gonna lie. So mm-hmm. like, I I wasn't super high on them, and then like I was like looking at the actual pictures of the guys wearing them, and I liked them a little bit more. So I don't have them in like my bottom half. I've got them in my top half, uh, okay. just mainly for that reason. I thought like once I actually threw them on, they looked better. And they're not bad. Logan, just, it, I feel like it's a cop out, you know. Sorry, sir, go for Logan, it. Logan, does it depend on which side of the jersey you're looking at? Like if you're looking at the pink side, you really really like them, but if you're looking at the blue side. It kind of falls under that category, <laughs> you know. That that could be it. They're all sideways, like shots of the of the players. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I want to get. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna throw out Chicago's because I thought Chicago's were pretty good. Not nothing like that. amazing, but I thought they were solid. I like them. I, I got something them different, out. unique. Yeah. Um, I want to know what you guys thought of because, like, we saw the re- the return of quite a few pinstripes this year. Um, yeah, we did. We did. Uh, like, we, you, you've got Charlotte. You've got Orlando. The one that I just, like, think just looks so boxy and, like, super old is Indiana. Like, yeah, that's a, I actually that's don't, a TBT. I, I, I don't hate Orlando as much as I think Stu does. I, I didn't <laughs> mind it quite as much. And, but I love Charlotte. I think Citrus, Charlotte's dude. that color Citrus. with the pinstripes is sick. Um, but, like. I don't like Indiana's at all. It looks so bad to me. Um, I think the pinstripes are just like so blocky and it just like looks like they're just like they put on like a box um, when they put that one on. So I, I want to know if you guys thought the same thing or not because I was not a big fan, but 
Yeah, the pinstripes are so-so, I think. it's Yeah, I go back not, and forth. They're not as bad as the Orlando Grapefruit, for sure, but they're they're okay. <laughs> they are kind of a throwback a little bit, and so you can give them that, but yeah, I don't know. I can't get over Sacktown, man. It just, <laughs> it just cracks me up. <laughs> I think Boston could, I don't know, learn a thing or two from what Milwaukee's done and what Sacramento's done. Maybe next year introduce flicking the bean town jerseys potentially. <laughs> like there's the options are endless here. <laughs> oh dude. I feel like for the rest of the season, man, it's gonna be like whenever we address what was formerly known as the Sacramento Kings, it's gonna be like, so how about Sacktown this week? Huh? It's always gonna be we're gonna address them as Sacktown. You know why they traded Harry Giles, man. Like that <laughs> that was premeditated. <laughs> They had to limit some of their publicity. <laughs> Dude, it's just too have easy. We'll, like, like, we'll just have to. We'll, we'll probably have to live stream Sacktown versus Cream City just to like, you know, like make sure we're like ready for everything because you know that's gonna be that's gonna be a hot commodity that weekend. So better be better be, better be televised nationally. That's that's a marquee matchup. All right. Yeah. <laughs> any other any other city dishes before we uh, jump into awards? you guys wanted oh uh, we miss any that we I, 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 I just gotta circle back to the buzz city real quick because we just talked about those for a second mm-hmm. i love those i think the color's so spot on i'm looking at those it are those are top five for me it's clean uh, it's something and, i wouldn't want to wear it's something i wouldn't want to wear but it's I, I i do think it's i do think it's cool and i do think it fits their just their style of uniforms and it's yeah. unique so I, I do appreciate it it's not something i personally would love to wear but i think it's cool i i do think it fits the the city yeah it's i it's I tough to make think... yourself cool it's tough to make yourself cool when you're the hornets yeah you gotta that's probably a fair point gotta work for it a bit what about golden state um, you guys like golden state? Well, oakland sorry. that's what that's what i was yeah. gonna bring up kyle is i was gonna bring up like we gotta like give some love to like golden state because absolutely like, like throw like it back them. to like the og oakland like dude that's, that's a baron davis monta ellis yeah golden state jersey it's yeah I, I like it it takes me back a little bit um yeah. i like i like atlanta it's just mm-hmm. fine the mlk like i, I think the color scheme is pretty good just solid nothing wrong with it yeah 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 i think you got to give some credit to like obviously like, none of us are lakers fans but like they're and clean I think though they're clean it's like and and i'm not like you know obviously like, i don't like the dodgers i don't like the lakers but like the fact that the lakers like they did their jerseys as like kind of like a tribute almost to like the dodgers because like they both won like the series last year or whatever like that's actually kind of cool at least that's they, the vibe i get from it they look good um, too yeah i do think they just kind of did the same thing that milwaukee and houston did is hey you know what's a different color that we don't know anywhere blue light blue and they just kind of did the same thing so like i don't like it for that reason but for the fact that like they and the dodgers like won like their championships last year i find this was like a nod to like you know like the city and like winning last year and everything so i can respect it from that angle but that being said just like the choice of just like you know what that that blue color though there's something there (laughs) i think there's a few other teams doing it this year so you with blue is like stew with citrus man you guys are stewing over that <laughs> I, what about the clippers the clippers look like they use their like local uh tattoo parlor uh, font on the front of their jerseys i i thought those are kind of so. whatever but downtown la tattoo parlor absolutely yeah man. who else didn't we talk about new uh, york we didn't, we didn't talk oh about new york gosh. new york's <laughs> i <laughs> i definitely what, don't like them new york's 
it, it's the city what never are New <laughs> I can't even find exactly, them. They're not Logan. even like on NBA.com. <laughs> they were just erased. I don't hate New York's, but I, I literally have no opinion one way or the other. It's, it's like, just, I couldn't be more neutral. City never sleeps. more neutral. Cool. Yeah. New York. I live in New York. There is so much you can do in New York City. There's history on every corner. There's landmarks everywhere. And you can't freaking put anything. Is that the Jay-Z you have, lyric? You have the coolest Jay-Z. cityscape in the freaking country. And you put nothing on your jersey. Just dropping the ball, man. I think that's my biggest circle. Problem. There's so <laughs> yeah. much potential. Like, and I guess it's just the microcosm of their franchise. Like, there's so much. Why, why aren't the Knicks good? Like, why aren't the Knicks good? Why aren't your jerseys good? Like, you just – you have so much freaking privilege, and then you can't, you can't do anything. I don't know. I agree. Yeah, I hate I, New York. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. What about – We didn't get to Utah. Um, we kind of mentioned them. There's Utah, Utah and Oklahoma are the last two. So, let's, let's chat those yeah. two real quick before we move on. Yeah. I, I thought Utah's were, were good. You know, it was different, like – because I, I will say, like, their, like, sunset jerseys the last couple of yeah. years have been one of my favorites. Like, for sure. Those for sure. were so cool. And so I like that they tried to keep the theme a little bit, but they wanted to mix it up. So they went with, like, the black at the bottom. So it's, it's, it's not cool. original, but it's an homage to something that they started and has been successful. So exactly. Yeah. You see the uh, – uh, on the one I – on the picture I have, it says the, the We Are Utah. Bum, bada, bum, 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 bum. You see that on the jersey, like like bumblebee or like what? No, so you see, so it says we it says we are farmers, we are farmers, we are Utah. Yeah, I I I don't really get the we are Utah down there, but oh well. I I think that Utah spent way too much money on Rudy Gobert. They didn't have enough to make a new city jersey. Recycle. I think hopefully in the future they can just do like a big maybe like all like the letters in like a big thing of jello maybe like a multicolored jello and just make that like the utah city edition jersey we have a lot of family in utah so we're allowed to joke but maybe yeah. a casserole or something like just <laughs> letters funeral potatoes <laughs> yeah. hey if, if the magic can do oranges you can do funeral potatoes why not, why not? Utah. absolutely Dude, you're talking about you're talking about my Sunday, Sunday dinners right now. You, we better be careful. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble at home. Uh, all right, OKC. I yeah. like OKCs, but Man. it's like Man. you don't like him. Oh, no, not at all. Never mind. Never mind. I'm gonna be quiet now. I think they're kind of cool. <laughs> I wouldn't mind wear. I wouldn't mind wearing it. Dude, like yeah. a little bit of thunder, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of, a little neither bit of. Will 80%. See, that's, just, neither will like the central players on their roster either. Ty Jerome's gonna look so fire in those. Dude. <laughs> he's gonna get picked up full court in those in those unis, man. Bro, he's gonna put on his Virginia jersey instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Never left. Oh, all, right, all right, all right, all right. That was fun. That was. I was. I was excited <laughs> for that. That was. That was fun. All right, let's let's start with rookie of the year. Um, and then dive into MVP. Uh, we've had a couple preseason games to get a look at some of these guys, which we've seen in the past. We watched Kevin Knox <laughs> dominate summer league a couple years ago, and then really struggle as a rookie. So it's not always the best indicator, like anything preseason. These are preseason, not summer league. But um, I Lamelo's the favorite at four to one. Anthony Edwards is four and a half to one. I think that's a terrible bet. <laughs> this is my Anthony Edwards bias speaking. <laughs> Mr. Two, two for 12 
on any given night. Um, I will say the who, who jumps out at you guys. I was gonna say I I kind of like Obi Toppin at six to one. I think he's just gonna get a lot of run in New York, but they do have a they have a weird roster construction as well. Which of these guys jump out at you? Bobo apparently is a rookie. <laughs> I didn't know that or figure that. Yeah, he's reclassified. Um, Any of Deha? You like Denny? Are, are you being serious? Because I no, I, no I know Kyle. you don't like him. But he's <laughs> he's looked good in the preseason. You got to give him that. He's looked so did Kevin Knox, buddy. <laughs> hey, I know it. I know. I'm just saying he's gonna get a lot of run. Washington's probably gonna be better than some people think. Can they get a lot of run with Russell Westbrook, dude? <laughs> uh, we'll see. No, I like we'll Obi. See. Yeah, Obi's probably my pick for rookie of the year, to be honest. Yeah. So I, I like that bet. You don't have to be a great team. This isn't like MVP. Like, your team can totally suck and you can win rookie of the year. So we don't have to worry about them getting wins. Killian Hayes is 6-1 to one as well. Um, well he's, he's struggled a little bit, hasn't he? Killian he has. Yeah, he hasn't been super efficient to start. And they've got a weird roster as well. It was always upside with him. So it's not, it's not, yeah. it's not a big deal. But in terms of rookie of the year, he makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah. Um, Okoro's been playing really well, so to this point, and I yeah, we're eat, we're eating words on Okoro. He's looked good so far. It, he, it's he's really, really well. Small sample size, but he shot the oh, ball a lot better than he did at Auburn. So if he can continue yeah. that, like I think he could definitely. He, he's twenty to one, but I think he could definitely threaten that. Um, uh, do you guys like Cole Anthony at at thirty to one? I, I I'm like I know we weren't as high on Cole Anthony in terms of like the guard, but like. He's going to get a lot of looks. I think he's going to get a lot of shot opportunities. And he's like a high volume guy. And it's like, we if know he he's has talented. A, if, yeah, if he has a stretch of like a month or two where he plays really well, like his numbers may be like really, really good at six to, at, what is it, six to, is it six to one? No, he's 30 to one. Cole Anthony? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. 30 to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of, that's, I, I wouldn't mind putting my money in, in, that, in that group a little bit. I think he's, someone that you would look at. I still think it's just going to be Lamelo. Like, the more I yeah. watch Lamelo, he's just – especially on that on that roster where it's like he's probably going to be a sixth man and he's got two guards there. But, like, if they're able to trade, like, a Rozier or something at the deadline to a team that would love a, a, a kind of a veteran guard and, and get him better minutes, like, he's going to shine. I think he's going to look really good. It's just – it's all value with these bets. And so right. is is Lamelo better value at 4-1 to one than Cole Anthony at 30-1, to one, for example? And that's where it gets tough. And it's really who's got a better and a, a clearer runway for more playing time, I think, is what it's yeah. going to come down to. Because a lot of these guys are a bit buried. Like Anthony Edwards is going to come off the bench. Um, Halliburton's probably coming off the bench to start, even though he's looked pretty good so far. He has looked really good. His defense has been great, Cole man, Anthony, in the passing lanes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think one we got to look at is James Wiseman. He's six to one, and Wiseman playing with Golden State. If Steph hits stays healthy, he can just put up big numbers. And there's he no competing him at the center spot. Uh, I know Wade. I'm it's so concerned about him. But yeah, yeah. Kyle, what do you think about your uh, your guy uh, Poku at forty five to one? <laughs> Don't tell me, dude. Don't tell me. <laughs> I saw him put up a, a wild, like, European hook shot that missed everything the other night, and it just, <laughs> just it completely airballed. Just warmed my heart. I'm like, oh, he's going to be so good. <laughs> Give it time, yeah, man. Think... Give it time with Poku. Yeah. I, I think the guy that I, like, really, like, want to kind of give my vote to for, like, Rookie of the Year, I really like Halliburton a lot. Um, 
I think that he just dropped so low that he just wants to like come out and just like ball out. I think the biggest hindrance would just be, can he, you know, get into that starting lineup, you know, depending on what happens with, you know, can they move Buddy to three and then run Halliburton at two? And they if, could, if I think. Or maybe trade them all together. Right, exactly. And so it's not like that can happen. I can seriously see uh, Halliburton jump up. So I, and depending on like where you look, like some places have him like, like really good odds. I feel like some places don't have him at very good odds. You got to um, shop around. Like if, if you are yeah. listening and you do want to, like, I mean, I don't know the season starts tomorrow, but you usually can still bet it. Like they'll, they'll just re-update the odds like every week or so throughout the season. Just shop around because you'll find, if you like a guy, like I like personally, um, Wiseman at six to one. I, I think I've seen him seven and, a, seven and a half to one, eight to one, just depending where you look. So, what about Vassell at thirty to one? Like, if they trade, if they end up like moving on from DeRozan and Aldridge, and like, there's just a lot of shots to be had on that team. That's just like, tough because they have so, so many far. good young players. Like Keldon Johnson, they've got yeah. Lonnie Walker. Like we were just talking about, they've got so many like good yeah, players. You're, you're you're banking on the fact that like he's going to stand out. Like he he had yes. eighteen the other night, like on two or four from three, six boards, three assists, two steals in twenty six minutes. Like. I, he's played really well so far. He's he's someone that I really liked, and so I've been keeping an eye on um, throughout the preseason. And he's had like multiple games of like twelve, eighteen, like in twenty something minutes. Like I, if he if he could like get into the lineup consistently, like he might have a shot at like, especially if San Antonio like always does what San Antonio does, and like they just continue to be good. And like at the end of the year, they're you know ten or eleven, or you know they're somewhere up higher than just the bottom of the pack. Like he he very well could be like in a in a position to get votes. Yeah, I just don't think San Antonio, the way they play, is conducive of a guy just putting up a bunch of, a bunch of, of numbers. Sure, um, sure. So, totally get it. So, like, I, I just couldn't, I just can't see him putting up the numbers he would need to to put himself in a rookie of the year conversation. All right. So, quick, quick roundtable. Who do you think will win it, and who do you think is the best value? Because you can think that someone's gonna, like you could think Lamelo's going to win it, but there's maybe better value betting a guy. 20 to one or whatever. I'll start real quick. I think, I think LaMelo probably wins it, but I think the best value is James Wiseman. I think it's close. I, I think if I were to put a bet down, I'd put Wiseman at six to one. Logan, who do you got? Yeah. So I, I, I think I agree. I think LaMelo probably wins it, but I would take Halliburton. I, I think it's like uh, the one I'm seeing right now, 15, I think it's like 15 to one. 15 to one. Um, yeah. So I would, I, I really like that one. I think there's a lot that could happen still in Sacramento. And I think that, if he opens up a little bit, Sacktown, you know. Sacktown, baby. Lots dude, happening. <laughs> a lot's happening in Sacktown, that's for sure. Stuart, yeah. who, do, who do you got? Who's your pick and who's the best value? I've got Obi it can, for both. It can be the same, by the way. Yeah, I like that. I was going to say, totally yeah, can be the same. I've got, I've got Obi for both. I think I think Obi can get the get the playing time, and we've seen him put up numbers um, in college, and I think he's just the type of player that, that he'll put up some empty stats on a bad team. I love that pick. I love it. Do you think awesome he'll? Do you think he'll play enough? Do you think he'll play enough next to Randall and like Robinson? Like, do you think he's going to get enough minutes there? I think so. I think I think That's Randall. I think Randall could be could be a guy you look to deal the deadline. To be honest, like I, I don't see him being a part of their, of their core going forward. I think I think you draft Obi to to play him. So yeah, I think he'll get enough minutes. Gotcha. I would say my rookie of the year pick. I. I don't know. I would say Lamella Ball. I, I just feel like I, I can't go away from that. But like I said, I really like Devin Vassell at thirty to one, man. I 
I just think he's going to get minutes. Like, I think he's going to find a way onto the court, and I think he's going to be really good. I get, I get. All right, let's uh, let's shift to MVP talk real quick. Um, and same conversation. Let's uh, let's go. Who do you think will win it? And who's the best value? Um, I, uh, I'm, I, and I've been a little outspoken about this. I've told you guys all. I think I was mentioned on the podcast. I think Luke is a slam dunk to win the MVP this year. I think it sets up super, super well for him. I think barring like a major injury, I think as long as they're a top four, maybe even five seed in the West, uh, if they can get Kristaps back relatively quickly, I think it's just his year to win it. He's put up massive numbers. I think he's only got a better supporting cast around him. Giannis isn't going to win three times in a row. Curry would have to be unbelievable. LeBron and AD kind of cancel each other out a little bit, nullify them themselves a bit I think so I would say I think Luca will win it four to one even though that's a kind of short number for an MVP I think he's the best value I think he will win it but if there's an outside shot I do think Donovan Mitchell and I'm not a jazz fan at all but I think 80 to 1 80 to 1 for Donovan Mitchell the jazz have shown that they can be a top seed in the west and he's shown in the bubble that he's got an extra kind of level an extra gear to his game so if he if he plays the way he did in the bubble for a whole season and he's putting up closer to 30 points a game and they're potentially a three seed in the West, which isn't that inconceivable for Utah. I think 80 to one's awesome value there. So um, what about you, Stu? Who are you, who are you looking at? Um, I agree. I think, I think Luke has got to be the favorite to win it. Um, yeah. I just think, I think that's what the league wants. I think, I think that's, he's in a good position and he's shown to, he's a real deal. Like, second year you're already leading your team to the playoffs and I mean leading them to the playoffs like he's he's unbelievable so I think Luca's um probably my favorite um but the best bet I like Dame at 16 to 1 um I like that I think I think Dame's got a lot of potential to to really spark and I think his team's going to be a lot better than they were last year like they could they could jump all the way up to like the two or the three seed with with the additions that they've got. And if you do that and Dame's putting up great numbers, I think he's, he's got a great shot at it. And he's going to be in the conversation, but one that I'm really interested in that I'm, I think Dame's a better value, but, but Russ at 40 to one. Really? If, if Russ goes to the wizards and they jump up and make, and make a, a six to an eight seed, and he's and he's putting up another kind of triple double type year, and they're and they're a much better team than they were. Like I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world to say he's going to be in those conversations. And at forty to one, I think that's interesting. I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to get you. With, I'm going to get you a Westbrook jersey for Christmas. Huh? Oh, appreciate that, man. Yeah. I think with Westbrook though, I think they like. I think the only way they get like he gets into consideration is if like they get like I think they've got to get into that like four like even three like yeah. three to four range where like Agreed. he totally agree. totally propels them to like planes that we never never could have imagined and so that's it's interesting because I, I do I think they're a lot better I think they're gonna be I think, I think they're gonna have a good year but um let me go next I yeah, I, I love Kevin Durant that's my pick this year man I nice. have been so impressed with him um, I think that system is going to be so good. I think they're, they're going to play fast. And, like, I, I, do, I do understand the argument that, like, Kyrie could potentially nix him out. But I think that, I think that 
Kevin Durant is just so like leaps and bounds. And I know the way the media feels about Kyrie. And so it's like, I don't think they'll have any problem giving it to Durant if they have a really good year. And he's just looked so good. Like I- I've been so impressed Wait, with the way he's looked so far. What's going on with the media and Kyrie? Oh yeah. They, uh, I mean, just, just the on, usual. Not on speaking terms at the moment or. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Just not on press conference terms at this point. Have we ever seen this happen with a player, by the way? Just a quick aside. I, it's so bizarre what's happening with him. So it's, weird. It's, it's, it, it, honestly, honestly, nothing surprises me with Kyrie anymore. Like truly <laughs> nothing surprises me. It just doesn't. He's just, he's such a wild card, man. Like I, I love his game. Like when I watch him play, yeah. it's like, man, he is so special. And then you just hear him talk or you hear him like just whatever stunt he's pulling and you're like, oh, like I just, I really want to like him. And it's just, it's so hard sometimes to be a fan. Yeah. But I would say my dark horse, I re I would probably say, uh, going back and forth. I would probably say Damian Lillard as well. I just think that Portland's going to have an awesome year. And if they propel themselves into like a top, like if they're like two or three, and they are just really dangerous all year long and stay healthy, I think he would be an awesome candidate for, for an MVP. I like that. I like that. I agree. I think he's kind of gotten slept on by national media quite a bit over the last few years. So I think it's uh, could be it could be his time, and I think he could totally have the spotlight. All right, Logan, who do you got? Yeah, so um, I, I agree with um, – I think it'll be Luca. I think just the media just like loves him to death. And like, I think they could still like, they could be at like the four or five seed and he's still gonna, you know, it's going to be Luca put the team on his back and everything. And like, that's not to downplay like what Luca does at all. Like Luca is an amazing player. Um, I just think that the media is like in love with him. And it's just like, sure. if he just has like another good season again, like people, like he'll just be put in that conversation. Um, my my other choice I was kind of thinking of was I, I agree. I think Kevin Durant, um, I mean, he's going to bring the Brooklyn Nets up. I, I was I was looking at some places that don't even have the Nets in, like, the top three in the East, and that is crazy to me. Like, I don't think there's any way that that doesn't happen. Um, so I, I've got KD. As, if I had to, like, uh, if I throw my dark, my dark horse pick out there, it's, it's actually Devin Booker. Like, yeah. I <laughs> could see a world where, like, like, Book just goes off. He's got a good team in Chris Paul. If the Suns outperform a little bit more than what they're supposed to, and they, let's say, get into the top four in the West, like, which, that's realistic. Like, I don't think it's no, going it to happen. Is. But, yeah. like, it, like, there's, like, like that could definitely still happen. I could see Book being, you know, he could be taking the scoring title this year, and he could, you know, put himself in – in position for and for MVP. Um, well, to to your credit, he start he opened up. I think right after I want to say the Chris Paul trade, he was like fifty, maybe before the Chris Paul trade, like sixty to one. So he has the books have moved him up massively. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, all thirty to like one 30 is thirty to one. It was I know it's still thirty to one is really good odds, but he was over fifty to one at one point this offseason. So like crazy, he has jumped a ton because I think that people are a lot of the books are respecting like I think he has a decent outside chance of like yeah. to do exactly what you're saying if the Suns are yeah and, and all, I mean he just can kind of do like the same thing as he's done these last couple of seasons like just kind of keep improving if he improves his three ball a little bit more his defense has been way better if he is the leading scorer and maybe even assist he will maker be. <laughs> on the team like 
Like, if he's leading at both of those numbers and the Suns outperform a little bit and get into that top four, I think, like, he's at least, like, he's, he's at least top three. And, you know, I um, – so he'd be my dark horse, yeah. My only thing with Book, and I, I would love – I would love Book to be MVP, <laughs> yeah. but, but there's but no complaints over thing, here. My only thing is if the Suns do propel themselves, I wonder how much credit Chris Paul is going to get compared to Devin Booker. Like, that would be my only thing. Even if Book's leading the team, leading the team in scoring, leading, leading everything, it was the Chris Paul move that really put them over the top. So I, I just wonder how much, how much credit Book is actually going to get and how much credit Chris Paul is going to be getting For sure. from the national media. I hear you. All right, let's roll into uh, season win totals um, real quickly. Golly, dude. Okay. Season um, win totals. Season win totals. So 72-game season, it is tough. Um, and just whatever jumps out at you uh, kind of where – and this is actually on NBA.com. The NBA.com has like a, a pick em kind of challenge yeah. that they've set up, which is I think reflective of – I want to say Caesars odds uh, if you are kind of cross-checking that. But the one that jumps up to me and that I've kind of been all over and I actually might bet myself is the Pelicans under. And I'll preface this with saying – I uh, I did a lot of research last season. I took Minnesota's under. Minnesota was like 38 and a half wins last year. I took the under. And I think when the hiatus hit, when before the bubble, they were at like 23 wins. And the oh my canceled because of the season. It, it sucked because like you have to play like a whole 82 games to – like technically they didn't mathematically. Like if they would have gone – like 12 and one in the last 13 games they could have hit the over and so i'm super bitter because i feel like i i nailed it and i was on the right side of it and then the season got shut down and i just didn't make any money on it like i just basically got refunded so um, minnesota is sitting at 30 and a half so i looked at going back to the well with minnesota and going under um but i do think they made enough improvements um so i pivoted to new orleans and i just think new orleans is a little bit overrated Zion has a significant injury history. I hate their roster construction. I don't understand why they made a lot of the moves they did. Uh, I mean, a longer term, like Drew Holiday's deal and stuff like that, but they don't have shooters surrounding Zion. They want Zion to play like the three when I think Zion should be playing the five in today's league. It's weird. They're supposed to be a 500 team, and they're basically saying that they're going to be right there in the thick of it with the playoffs, and I think the West is just too good. So I'm going under – 35 and a half wins for New Orleans. That's my pick. I One that just put a smile on my face because of, I wasn't here for the Western Conference playoff talk uh-huh. uh, pod we did, but I, I had Houston not making the playoffs, and right now they're at 34 and a half wins. Yeah. And that's with James Harden still on the roster. Good like, it, it, it makes me smile a little bit, but, but I, I think that's a, that's a good, good spot for them. Um <sighs> I do. I, I think the Suns are going to win a couple more games in thirty-eight and a half. I have to talk about the. No, for sure. A little bit of a homer here. Don't don't. Yeah, and if it's a bet, it cashes the same, right? No matter if it's your team <laughs> yeah. or a different team. And so, right. I think the Suns are not a, like super popular, but I do think it's. I've, I've listened to some podcasts that are really high on that over. So you're not alone in that at all. It's not a homer pick. I think it's actually a pretty solid pick. Um, I'll go. Um. The, there's there's one or two that I'm kind of looking at. The one of them, I think putting the Bucks at 49 and a half wins seems high. Um, 
I think that they'll be – I think they'll have a good record, but 49-and-a-half seems that, – that's, that's the highest in the East. And I don't think that they'll be – I don't think they'll win the most games in the East. I know that they're a good regular season team. I think that one seems a little high. I would put yeah. them closer to, like, the 45 to 47, which that's only a couple games, but still, like, 50 – like, that's the that's actually the highest out of the whole league. Their win, yeah, they definitely um, go 50 wins 22. And Boone, yeah, that's flame out in the playoffs. So, like, is management gonna mandate a little more rest? There's COVID, right? Situations that could come up all season mm-hmm. with all these numbers that are cooked into these numbers. So, yeah, so that one seems yeah. really high to me. Um, I don't think they'll win that many, so I would go under there. And then the other one I just want to mention, um, is Charlotte. I think Charlotte at 26 and a half, I think I would take the over on that. Ooh. I you I like Charlotte they, a lot, Logan. I honestly do. I like their young core. I really like Devontae Graham with Lamelo Ball now. Like, I think they've got some good pieces. And with PJ Washington, Miles Bridges, like, I actually like them a lot more. And right now they have them, you know, like beating the Cavs, beating the Knicks, and then barely beating the Pistons. But I think they can beat out Chicago. I think that they can be a little bit higher. So I they could go. Take, they could go twenty-seven and forty-five. Yeah, and now now with cash, yeah, right. Like that seems like such a safe bet to me. Um, so I would I would take the over on Charlotte and the under on Milwaukee. Those are my two. I like it. I like it. I got a good. I'm gonna take the under. I think I'm gonna take the the under on Oklahoma City. (laughs) Whatever it is, (laughs) (laughs) is it is it eight and a half or four and a half wins or whatever it is? Take the under. I didn't even look at that. They're twenty four and a half. Uh, the thing is, like, I think OKC is gonna like. I don't. I. I still think they'll be like near the bottom, but like, they still have like some decent. Like, they still have players that can like play and like win games. Like, I, you know, I they're gonna trade them all though. Horford, yes, and yeah. But, I mean, even like they still got like Shy Gilgis. They have like it, if the door pans out a little bit more. I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, taking it under there seems scary to me. But yeah, I think they could put it at ten and a half when I take the end. <laughs> Austin, who you got, man? Who you got? So I, I got an over for you. I have, I would take the over on Washington at thirty-three and a half. So okay. thirty, so okay, thirty-three okay. and a half would mean that they would have to go. They would be, if they were thirty-four, they'd be thirty-four and thirty-eight. So like we're talking about a team that's still under five hundred by four games. Yeah. And I think that they're going to be a seventh or eighth seed, and so I just think the East is too, too tough. I think you've got to be a five hundred team to get in, and so that's why I have them at the over. Um, I, I like that number a lot, actually. Yeah, I'm with you on Washington. I think they're going to be eight, at least a 500 team. So, yeah. So, if you're thinking Washington and Atlanta are pretty similar. So, you have Washington at 33 and a half and Atlanta at 35 and a half. So, you get a two-game buffer with the Wizards. And so, I like that. I like that. I, I, like, I like that that bet. Um, I think one of my unders would be the Celtics, man, at 45 and a half. I think they're going to struggle over this year. Like, I, I'm worried about Kimba's injury. And – as much as Gordon Hayward has been like inconsistent for them, he's still like, he's still a good player. I mean, like there's a reason he got paid 30 million. And so I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about some of their depth. Uh, I know Boston always figures out, figures out a way. And so it's not something that I would like, I don't want to bet against the Celtics, but at 45 and a half, that just seems really high. Like I don't, don't forget the curse too. Just <laughs> yeah. back with Chloe. So you never know. It's, yeah. It's so they have this, in the past. They have the same win projection as, Brooklyn and they're even higher than like teams like Denver um they're higher than Miami like I just think that that number they've got to have everything go right 
And so like they're, they're higher than Toronto. Like I, I, I don't love that number. I think it's pretty high for him. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, one other one I want to throw out there that I want to see, hear from you guys. I thought this one was actually pretty high too. Like it was one I kind of like skimmed over, but now going back to it, does Indiana at 39 and a half seem really high? See, I don't know. I, I could see Indiana being right there at that eight, that, that eight spot or seven that, spot. That'd be they're still pretty talented. Right? right. But, like, with where they're at right now, like, that doesn't put them at the seventh or eighth spot. That puts them at, like, like five in the East right now. Like, 40 and 32. Yeah, they'd be eight games yeah. over. Like, know, that's, that's tough. tough. They're, that they're a tough to one. Me. They have a brand new coach. head coach. That's, yeah. yeah. Rookie head coach, too, not – not yeah, Stan Van Gundy might, on his seventh you're, team. <laughs> you're right. That might be a little high, Logan. Like, I, I still like the Pacers. I think people are kind of sleeping on them just because they didn't do anything sexy. But, like, I, at the end of the day, like, they still have Victor Oladipo. They still have guys like TJ Warren, Sabonis, Turner, Sabonis, yeah. the Holidays. Like, they have a lot of guys who just, like, Brogdon. are good ball players. Brogdon, um, yeah. thank you. Rookie, rookie head coach is something to think of, think about. And 40 and 32, like, that's – you're right. That's not that's, a seventh grade seed. That's probably like a fifth or sixth seed, and that's yeah, it is a bit aggressive. That's a good yeah, point. Good I, point. Because I, I, I don't even know if I have them making the playoffs. So like to have them that high seed, like I don't know. Like I just think it's going to be so competitive in the East which, this year, which is so fun. But like that, just like that was one that like kind of stood out to me as like interesting. I don't even I don't even know if Fair I have high. them making the playoffs. And so to have them like in the fifth seed, like that seems really high. I don't know. So, they just I know COVID is yeah. going to affect everyone, but I I do. I'm I'm leaning more towards unders than I am overs. I actually really like that Washington over a lot. Um, that's probably my favorite over. But I, I just feel yeah. like I'm leaning more towards unders just because I'm anticipating, especially top-heavy teams where they're really, like, reliant on one or two talents and there's a big drop-off. I, guys are inevitably going to go down for a couple weeks with COVID stuff. Yeah. You know. they've, done so, they've done really good so far throughout the preseason. And just, like, I know, like, they're for the most part, they're staying in the city for a couple games. But – I think they've done. They've had one test since they started the preseason. Like they've done pretty well, so I give the NBA a lot of credit. They they've really handled everything well. So I have some. I have good faith, but I mean it's inevitable, right? All it takes is like Cat, for example, to go down for two weeks with COVID. That's probably not a good example, but but Ooh, yeah. yeah. I just was looking at Minnesota fans. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at Minnesota. <laughs> My bad. I, I regret that one, but if someone like that were to go down for a couple of weeks, like it, it just, it just is really going to hurt a team. Hundred percent. What about the Clippers at forty-seven and a half? What is that? About forty-eight, and we do. 20. I could see them going under. There's a lot. Uh, going that on. that seems like a good under. There's a lot going on in that locker room. Forty-eight and twenty-four. It's not. Ah, did the, I would. I, is that is that a TI? Is that a TI eighty four, Austin? Did you, Joel, yeah, dude, this is this is awesome. a TI TI thirty X seven right here. Multi view. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Multi view. Yeah, I got technology. Dude, I, I'm I'm plugging in. I told you about my math my math skills earlier. I got I gotta I gotta do some subtraction. This is eight, dude. My mind is yeah. My mind is so good at eighty two. I can like okay yeah that's thirty. Like, I, I just know, like seventy two throws it, it off. Dude, it's like. <laughs> It's like a different world for me, man. I, I have to really think about it. Well, I will say, if you don't want to run into a situation like I did last year where it, something does, knock on wood, happen and, you know, part of the season gets suspended and they don't play a full 72 games, a lot of these sports books have clauses where it's 
for this number to be valid, they can totally just wipe it off the board if they don't play a full 72 games. It's crazy. I know, I know DraftKings is instead of doing – they're the only one I know that's doing this, but instead of doing a number, they're doing a win percentage. So the Suns are like – Oh, that's fascinating. Percent of their games. So they don't – they're saying we don't care if they play 40 games, 50 games, or 72 games. It's the percentage that, you know, they're going to win. So – just that's actually so there. fascinating. And it's I got burned by it with Minnesota much, but... last year. I was so frustrated. I, it was well, looking good all year, and then I got burned because they shut yeah. the season short. So I, if I do make one, I'm probably going to do a percentage one. Um, but I, that's interesting. I post Jersey, so I can do that with DraftKings. Um, so, all right, any other last thoughts before we wrap up here? No, I think we've covered it all. It was just fun to kind of break down the season. I mean, I'm just – I'm just so happy. Like NBA basketball right now is coming back. Like yeah. it's just a good time and season starts tomorrow and Suns play, Suns play Wednesday. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this year, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. We will have some more content uh, with the start of the season, probably recapping the first week weekend, probably four or five days of games and we'll see you guys soon.